Welcome to a different spin, where we try to look at things from a different perspective to expand your mindset and your knowledge base. Today's episode is brought to you by Project Learn and Earn 1000, where we hope to transform a thousand individuals into business owners for the purpose of shifting their minds to shift their income and build generational wealth. All right, today's topic, let's get into something that I think is important or should be important to all families. And this is the topic of money. Now, this is no vain conversation, but it is something that is true. It is something that is real and it is something that is necessary. We can look around and see what's going on and we see a lot of people are experiencing economic and financial hardship uh, due to this pandemic. Now, we can debate all day long about why people are experiencing these hardships. But I want to try and look at it from an angle that should position us all to start to do things a little bit differently, to also position our families to be able to emerge from these times in a more informed state, but also position ourselves to bring our communities back up and experience economic and financial success not just for larger communities, but for individual homes themselves. So now how do we get to that? Well, it all starts with education. And when we talk about education, we're not talking about school education. We're talking about education that is needed for the specific purpose of experiencing financial success. I was reading an article recently and uh, based on a 2014 study by Wells Fargo, it's a financial health study by Wells Fargo. The study found that few Americans have conversations with their family members about money and savings. I want us to think about that. Few Americans are having money talk at home. Now, we can really bring this close to our personal situations, all right? So I know I can't hear you, I can't see you, but for a few seconds, I want you to think about your own family structure. Do you talk with your family about money? And then I wanna ask you, as a kid coming up, did your parents talk to you about money? Now, if you're not talking with your kids about money, or if your family is not having conversations about money, more than likely, it's due to the fact that your parents never had those conversations with you. And if your parents didn't have your have the conversation with you, more than likely, their parents didn't have the conversation with them. So this is generational. Our inability to have conversations about money really boils down to our lack of exposure to any conversations about money. We didn't have the discussions at our dinner table. But now, people didn't have the discussions not because they didn't want to, but because they didn't know how to. Most people don't know what to discuss when it comes to money. So we've got to change that. Here's an opportunity for us to change that narrative and start having money discussions. Why is it important to have money discussions? It's important to have money discussions because it impacts your health. It impacts your education. 
it impacts your wealth. It impacts your entire life. So money isn't everything, but money is a very important piece. And people need to learn about it so they can then apply it appropriately, but also so they can teach their kids so they can go ahead and experience financial success when they get older. So what I want to do today is I want to discuss some standards or some concepts that should govern money conversations in your home. These concepts are available for anybody to access and use. As a matter of fact, these are national standards for financial literacy uh, as developed by the Council for Economic Education. So these are things that they say all kids K through 12 should know. Now, I'm saying K through 12, but the reality of it is this. If your kids are expected to know this, and if we as parents are expected to be able to uh, provide assistance to our kids in, in, in learning and uh, achieving these standards, then we need to know what the standards are. We need to know what to talk to our kids about so we can facilitate an environment so they can understand and achieve these standards. But this also puts parents in a position to know what they need to do so they too can personally achieve these standards. So these standards aren't just for the kids. They're really for everybody. So I'm going to give you these six standards. We give you a brief overview of those six standards. And then we're going to discuss what's the next step. So again, these standards, uh, National Standards for Financial Literacy, as developed by the Council for Economic Education. So standard number one is all about earning income. It says income for most people is determined by the market value of their labor paid as wages and salaries. This is something that all or most people know. It's called a job. Exchanging your time and labor for wages and salaries. We've all been told the same thing. Go to school, get a good education, get a, go to college, get a degree so you can get a job so you can have a good life. Well, we're not really here to debate whether or not that formula works. But what we do know is this. The majority of people make their money through a job and the majority of the people are experiencing some type of financial hardship. Now, if we really understood what this standard was saying, we would recognize that it is really telling us that when we have conversations about earning income, it needs to expand beyond a job. It needs to include sources such as interest, rents, capital gains, dividends, and profits. But if no one ever tells you, or if no one has ever taught you about those other avenues of earning income, it's hard to have a conversation about it. So earning income, how you make your money, those are things that should govern your conversations with your family. 
The second standard that can govern conversations with your family has to deal with buying goods and services. We know that people can't make everything that they want or need, so they gotta go and buy these things. The key is understanding the impact of buying goods and services as it relates to your financial journey, your financial success. You've got to become literate and understand what it means to have a financial plan, what it means to budget. Ask yourself, how often do you discuss your family's budget with your kids? How often did your parents discuss budgeting with you? Again, our behaviors are predicated on our exposure or lack of exposure to certain things. But we've got to understand the impact of buying goods and services on our daily cash flow, on our ability to take care of ourselves. So we got to have those discussions. So that's standard number two. Standard number three is about saving. All right. For lack of better terms, saving is all about putting something to this to the side for future uses. Right now, this pandemic exposed a lot of people's inability or lack of savings because most people didn't have emergency funds. All right. But now you got to not only understand about saving for emergency funds, you got to understand the reasons you save. And when you understand why you're saving, you can then know where you need to save your money. Understanding the impact of time, interest, and inflation on your money that you're saving. So you got to have the conversations. Conversations about savings need to revolve around more than just a savings account. As a matter of fact, most people don't know what, what their savings accounts are actually doing. So we've got to become more informed. And the only way to become more informed is to go and learn these things and then turn around and teach them and talk about them at the dinner table. The number four standard that needs to govern your conversation has to deal with using credit. Credit allows people to purchase goods and services they can use today and pay for those goods and services in the future with interest. I'm a 42-year-old black man who was exposed to a credit card at the age of 19. My parents didn't talk to me about credit. As a matter of fact, no one talked to me about credit. I didn't have any classes in school. And so you can only imagine what I did with my credit card, right? But that's not only true for me, that's true for millions of people. And it's because no one ever told us what credit was for. No one explained to us the importance of using credit and leveraging it to purchase assets. We've only been told that credit was free money. And so we were reckless with the behavior. But there's an opportunity to change that. Learning about the five components of credit and then understanding how to strategically use or affect each one to develop a great credit profile. Kids need to understand the importance of credit so when they graduate from high school, they can position themselves to purchase assets that generate income. They can understand how to avoid some of the mistakes that we made as it relates to developing a good, clean credit history and profile. 
See, your credit profile determines your ability to borrow money, but it also determines how much it's going to cost you. So great credit can allow you access to someone else's money at the cheapest rate possible. But you got to know credit or have some working knowledge. And then you got to talk to it, talk to your family members about it. Standard number five deals with financial investing. All right, so I'm no financial advisor. I'm no guru. All right? So, but this standard is simply saying we need to understand that financial investment is the purchase of financial assets to increase income or wealth in the future. This is simply saying allowing your money to work for you. Standard number one addresses earning income where most people work for their money. Standard number five is talking about financial investing where your money is working for you. But you got to understand the different type of financial investments, the different type of vehicles that exist for you. They are more than stocks and bonds. So you need to learn those things. You need to understand risk and expect the rate of return. You've got to understand how important investing is to building your family's wealth. So again, this requires learning some things and then having the conversations at home. And standard number six revolves around protecting and ensuring your income, your assets, your health, and your identity. Insurance has a purpose. You need to understand what its purpose is for you and your family. You need to understand insurance terminology so you can make informed decisions when it comes down to protecting your income, when it comes down to protecting your family's asset, when it comes down to protecting your health and your identity. Everybody in your family needs to understand the importance of insurance. So you got to have those conversations. Now more than ever, financial literacy is crucial to the emergence from this time, these things that we're going through right now. There are opportunities for families to reposition themselves to experience financial success. This doesn't negate what's going on right now. This doesn't negate the policies that are in place. This doesn't negate the rules and some of the other things that are happening. But what this does is this positions you to become the center of your circumstances. This positions you to become the the leader, the educator that your family needs you to be. This positions you to become financially literate so your family can make better decisions so you all can chart a path towards financial success. So you've got to be able to have conversations. You've got to be able to support yourself and your kids, your spouse, 
with some foundation of knowledge that allows you all to put a plan in place to experience financial success. So if you were wondering what you need to discuss with your family as it relates to money, if you were unsure about the standards or the basics that should govern your financial decisions, I've given you six standards, six national standards for financial literacy, as developed by the Council for Economic Education. And those six standards are, again, number one, earning income. Number two, buying goods and services. Number three, saving. Number four, using credit. Number five, financial investing. Number six, protecting and insuring. So I encourage each and every one of you today to go and look up or Google National Standards for Financial Literacy. You can download that document, read through it, and start having conversations with your family. You don't have to become an expert. You just got to become involved. And when you become involved, your family can do great things. So we hope you enjoyed today's episode of A Different Spin. Again, our whole purpose is to expand your mindset and your knowledge base. And until next time, let us all learn, let's earn, and let's grow.